Yes, sir. Jim's for the record, we back in the building. Sorry for the delay. It's your boy Javon, Don Vaughn. It's your boy King Eli. It's your boy Marcus. We are Jim's for the record. We back for another one. Uh we got some special guests in the building. If y'all don't mind, please introduce yourself to the pod. I am not Kim Anunaki. That says right here at the bottom of my screen. But I'm I, trying to figure that shit out. I swear to God. I was like, bro, who the fuck is that? <laughs> That's Chris. <laughs> who the fuck is that? Don't worry. We can fix that, Chris. We can fix that. I'm doing it right now. I got your back, buddy. I, I, I know yeah, you fix that shit, please. <laughs> don't worry. Hater the meme podcast, or formerly of the meme podcast. I don't know when them niggas coming back, but Hater Heaps in the building. Hell's out of done. That was short feet. <laughs> that was to the point. <laughs> ah, you a hoe, Eli. Yeah, man, we back in the building, bro. We got some uh, some life some life topics on the docket today, man. I'm gonna let my boy Eli introduce us since you got the since you came up with the docket. Yeah, take man. it away. Um, shit, me and Marcus was talking. We probably talked about twice was Monday. Monday, Tuesday, something like that. And he was like, Same man, what you thinking on the docket? And I was like, Shit, I don't know, bro. Nothing ain't really nothing really um grabbing me. And then um that same day after work, me and Lo walked out and we had like a like an in depth conversation outside in the park lot outside the job. We're not gonna speak on what job it is, but outside the job and um, you know what I'm saying? After I had the conversation with him that next day, I was, you know, kinda Sitting in my own Just kind of like You know Mine was just racing And I was just like Okay I need to start Jotting some stuff down That I'm kind of worried about Things that's You know I think not only Just I'm worried about But maybe it's a couple Other people You know Where they had You know The 30s 40s You know what I'm saying Where they like Okay Where's my life Going to be at When I'm like 50, 60, 70, 80 You know what I'm saying What I got to do now To make sure I'm good And you know People after us Or my You know My son And his son Or daughter Or whatever what, What can I do To set them up So Shit, you know, first thing first, man. You know, it used to be a mental health check, but uh, you know, I just switched it up to what's on your chest. So I like to, we always like to start with the guests. Uh, Chris, Low, whichever one y'all want to go first, man. What's on your chest? Um, first things first. Fuck you for this honey bun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, you know what? You know what's on my chest right now? Fat shaming, sir. Fat shaming. <laughs> Every day at work, I was called a fat ass yesterday at work. That hurt my soul. Mm. Oh, oh. oh, that was funny. I just click. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All the jokes. Yeah, yeah. That that, that was that. Right. Yeah, that was that. Yeah. So it is one fourteen. Tomorrow is one fifteen. So I'm gonna use this as. Hey, I had a half a month until 2023, and I need to get it together. That's for sure. I know what I do. It's a retroactive uh, New Year's resolution. Yeah, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I really don't. But I just see it's one fifteen. I just remember last year around this time I had started working out, and then I just stopped like three weeks later. And by the time I got to March, I was like, "Damn, what if I just kept working out?" So now it's like, okay, here we are again. You have everything you need. You got the space. I have a whole. I made my bedroom the podcast room, and I still have enough space to work out in front of it. Hmm. So, start waking your ass up in the morning. Start working out. 
So that's what's on your chest. Like that's that's what's been the most was heavy. It was been weighing the heaviest. Keto keto diet. Yes, keto diet is what I'm. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, you know what? Let, let, this, that's the last thing I'm gonna say. Let, let me tell the story of the honey bun. Since since uh, Eli likes to make jokes about the honey buns. So, <clears throat> I had started taking medication, and the only thing that I would I could get at work that would hold my medication down were honey buns. So I'll eat like a honey bun in like in the meeting when I get to work and I have time to stop and get breakfast or whatever. So everybody saw me eating honey buns like every single day. So that's where Eli gets this whole honey bun thing from. So thanks a lot, Eli. Bringing up, bringing up my traumas and my pains. That sounds like a fucking villain backstory. Like for real. Like this nigga Eli's the reason. Eli's the reason why I went out here and started shooting niggas. Like this nigga wouldn't leave me alone. All I wanted was a honey bun. All nigga wanted was a goddamn honey bun. Lo, what's on your chest, bro? A lot of like this, like you know, whatever was on your chest really sets the tone for the pot. You know what I'm saying? You know what's on my chest? For one, my daughter. Like it's it's ever since I hit that 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 32. I'm gonna be 33 this year, and I'm just like, damn, like I gotta get things set. I don't want my daughter to go through the same things I went through. Mm. Like it's it's. Establishing myself as a man and um, building something that can't be touched or controlled at the end of the day. And I get how the world works. This world is ran by top people. My beliefs, I'm not saying that that's facts. I'm going to say that's, that's opinion. That is my opinion. This world is ran by something way more greater than us at the end of the day. And I get that. But yet and still... There are people that have lived this life that has been blessed to pass on for generations something to where their kids, 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 kids can have the availability to grow something with, with, without all the the BS to get to that point. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. Like, that's, that's where I'm at. How can I mold myself as a man to provide that for my family? And I'm going to be working on another child. So it's like just yeah, me too. I feel you. And then dealing with my trauma day in, day out and going to do the job that I got to do. How do I mentally balance all that? Because yeah. I'm a person. So I have a lot of words that go on in my head day in, day out. You know? Yeah. Wow, that's the million dollar question right yeah. there. A billion dollar question, actually. Shit. How can we set up generational wealth? That's the way right there. Marcus, uh, oh, go ahead, Vaughn. Oh, no, you good. You good. Now go with Oh, uh, shit. Really? I was just saying, what's, honestly, I'm on, I'm on kind of along the same lines as, as bro. He was saying, shit, trying to set up that generational wealth, take care of kids, 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 kids. Type shit. Like, honestly, the day to day grind has become mundane as hell. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you wake up, you go to sleep, you go to work, you take care of the kids and shit like that, which is great. But I'm, I'm trying to three start thinking more more along the lines of like six months, five a uh, year, two years, three years, five years, ten years, like that. Future planning is where I'm at with it right now. Like, so on my chest right now, I need some money. <laughs> I need some money, money, like real money. That's what's on my chest. Cause I'm working sixty hours a week, and this shit is not for the it's for the birds. Bro. For the chirp, chirp. 
we, we, we used to get it in the second. We, we're lucky right now to like, we came out of, of our, our busiest season. And um, so things have kind of calmed down, but I remember them. I remember the third, I was going to work at 7 a.m. and then mm. get off to 9 p.m. and do yeah. that every day. So I know that grind, bro, just, just to, stay, to stay strong. But you got your motivation. So that's the great part about it. Yeah. Hey, is P in the, is P in the room? Is Picasso in the room, Chris? No, no, he, he went in the living room. Oh, okay. Shit. Marcus? Uh, I think uh, Lowe and Javon, uh, everybody pretty much said the same thing that I've been feeling for the past few months. Um, I just feel like we're in the era of the entrepreneur, never, like never before, because I feel like it felt like we was just watching everybody, especially like the successful people. We were just watching them get it for so long now. It's like everybody trying to find their own way to get it, you know. It's just, it's time to put an end to this, just sitting back and watching. It's time to start doing, you know. So I feel like we we come into that realm of things. And for me personally, you know, this podcast, the hip-hop podcast, uh, I told Eli, but I just launched my own uh, fitness merchandise. Uh, I'm getting a lot of a lot of orders on that. Uh, it's called Locked In Fitness. I just did that, and I just want to put my own, Put my hand in a little bit of everything, try to see what popped. Because, like I told Eli earlier, failure is is something that you didn't attempt. So you know we got to try to do something, even if it don't work. We can say we try. You know, everybody got families they want to provide for. Everybody want to put themselves in the best position to succeed, and you know we just got to try and hold each other down for real. Already, uh, well. <clears throat> Kind of in line with everybody else, you know. Um, honey buns, son? No, nah, not the honey buns, man. You know, look, you know, I'll I be having my moments where, you know, I, I look at the honey bun in the vending machine, and then I'd be like, I don't want to be honey bun junior, so I keep it pushing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> cinnamon roll, nigga. Oh, uh, yeah, there it is. Texas cinnamon roll. That's me on the cool. Like, you used to eat honey buns every day in high school. All I ate was Texas cinnamon roll. With a brisk tea That's all I had for lunch And I would go to the gym So um, Hey low key Shit I should have caught that shit I was eating Rice Krispies With Reese's And all kind of uh, Diabetic type shit But You know Um it's, What's been weighing heavy On my chest is Um Loss Um Recuperating from that loss Dealing with it Um Watching others lose You know what I'm saying And how they deal with life You know You you don't want somebody That kind of like You know Y'all going and navigating In life together And then they hit you With some street clothes And when I say street clothes I mean like Like you got Luca and KP And KP be like Man my pinky bothering me nigga I think I ain't gonna suit up today You know what I'm saying Or You know You, you getting Bradley Beal Or somewhere nigga You know Street clothes That's Or Ben Simmons Street clothes You know what I mean <laughs> Anthony Davis Anthony Davis You know but that's That's kind of where I'm at With this Like I don't want to be That partner where it's like Alright I'm I'm street closing right now Like I'm not Doing what I'm supposed to do To help you go through What you're going through You know what I'm saying And I gotta make sure that I'm Here For you And, and helping you navigate through You know Something that I've went through You know what I mean So That's kind of where I'm at with it Um, That's kind of what's been on my chest The Kind of the segue to the next thing You know A part of having that loss Is because of love Right 
And sometimes you try to learn and love by growing and you really can't grow. You know what I'm saying? You really can't grow unless you're putting yourself in like the right atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? Like the right environment. And then I think with that growth, the love, you know what I'm saying? You kind of get to other things in life where, you know, that kind of propels you to like, okay, this is where I'm feeling where I can retire or this is where I'm feeling like, you know, this is, you know, it for me. Like I think I'm good. Um, so love, grow, retire, and die. What does that mean to you guys? Anybody can go first. What's up, Chris? Somebody? I feel like that's huh? just the evolution of life, like the human life. You know, everything we experience as far as like finding somebody to uh, mate with. You know, finding a spouse, significant other, whatever you're going to say. Um, somebody to share your life with. That's the love part. And uh, you get to see somebody grow, and that person get to see you grow. Um, y'all live life, whether, you know, y'all create a business together or y'all watch each other grow at y'all jobs, grow in life as a family. And, uh, you know, retirement comes for whatever you're doing as your profession. You watch each other leave the workforce, and theoretically you want to just – Right off into the sunset until you know both of y'all you know perish away. That's yeah. theoretically, but it doesn't always happen like that. But like I feel like if you break everything everything down to the simplest forms, it's love, grow, retire, and die. That's the best way to put it, in my perspective. Yeah. I have a question. What's up, Marcus? Are you in a relationship? Yeah. Okay, I want to go last. I so let me go ahead and hop in. So in, in my beliefs from love aspect, it, it's becoming more than just her and him. It's becoming one. Souls intertwining. Understanding what love truly is growing together as one. And when it comes to two separate human beings, I can't tell my woman how to be a woman. I can't. T- she can't tell me how to be a man at the end of the day. But it's under understanding each other and growing daily. When it's when it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it's bad, and working through that. From a business aspect, like it's it's taking where I'm at now, still remaining humble, thanking God every day that I do have, because there's some people that don't. You feel me? So it's it's remembering that that any day could be your last day. Any day could be your day. To where you have to start all over again, but are you going to learn from what you've been through and to mold it something bigger? Are you going to truly invest in yourself at the end of the day? You feel me? In order to come up, are yeah. we going to build something that that can never be torn down ever again? And it gets way deeper than that. You, you got to do your research, being legit. Being able to be to the point where when my business does grow, am I willing to sell that to a corporation and let them do whatever they want to do? Is that money they pay me out for to flip that some more? Or am I going to sustain and tell the corporation no and go against them and truly feed my people at the end of the day? Because when some people get their success, they forget the hardship that came through that they forget the vision on what they've been through and what they've seen around them to mold them to be the person that's supposed to be. And I'm going to let that breathe. 
It's a bar. Hey, I like that, bro. Hey, I like that, bro. My nigga setting the tone. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Nah, I like that. I like that. I'm gonna keep it real with you. My phone broke out when you asked the question. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm trying to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> what? what, what? It's, just, it's just a humbleness when I talk. Yeah, <laughs> the the um. What? Not everything. I just think. No, not you. No, it was about you know um, the love. You know what I'm saying? Grow, retire, die. Like you know, what is that to you? You know what I'm saying? Oh, what does it mean to me? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I might be uh, kind of in line with with low. Like you know, love is. Oh man, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm trying to keep it low because my wife is in the other room and she might hear me, but. Uh, Shit, love is everything right now. Cause the love for your family, the love for your friends, the love for people that influence you, and like that's what motivates you on the day to day grind. Like the sixty hours of working type shit. Like that's what's motivating you to keep on getting up and keep on doing it and keep on trying to improve and better yourself. You know what I mean? Like that's where the growth comes into it. Like love is what pushes you to grow. Like that's what pushes you to get out of your comfortable your comfortable space your zone or whatever like and it's not gonna be easy it's not, it's not gonna be fun it's, it's, it's gonna be work constant work every day every day I be waking up thinking like bro I might choke this woman but then I realize like I really love her <laughs> so I'm gonna keep it cool and I'm gonna try to speak with you in a way where we both come to a, a amicable uh, conclusion to whatever dispute we having, but yeah, and then you retire, <laughs> and that's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> it gotta be Eli. I wouldn't look at the screen. My bad, bro. Okay. <laughs> what I miss? Oh, you like we're choking up your blood and shit with real shit being spoken. Oh, no, no, I think I I'm trying one. to hold it back. I'm sorry. Y'all not supposed baby. to interrupt that man. I didn't interrupt him. Y'all fucked up. <laughs> I'm speaking real shit here. You fucking me up, man. <laughs> but now, uh, shit, retirement. That's what I'm looking forward to. I'm, I'm, I'm ready, bro. I'm ready to be done. Punch the clock for the last time and go live life, nigga. And then I die. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> That's what that mean to me. You know that, Chris. Well, so you you said you was going you was going last, man. When you uh. You was asking about relationships. So are you finna get into this, uh, you know. A red pill bag? I don't know, man. Questionable bag, whichever one it is. <laughs> into that bag. <laughs> I'm also asking to get a frame of reference from everybody's perspective. Like, okay. I know, I know Zoe, I know about you. Um, I know a little bit about Vaughn. And I, I, I didn't never ask about Marcus. I just, I just realized that at that moment. So the reason why I was asking that is going back to what Vaughn was saying and even what um but basically what all y'all are basically saying is like your motivation is your family, your kids, your your significant other, like trying to see your legacy grow generational wealth. And it's interesting since I'm the oldest one on the podcast. Damn, I'm old. Shit. Y'all young young bucks out here. Bro, we all in our thirties. Chill out. Forty five, bro. You are thirty eight. <laughs> I'm about to be forty. You're not that old. You're not that old. Nigga, you see LeBron at 38? I don't think you in bad company, my yeah, man. Bro. Like, like, just relax. 
LeBron dropping forty. I've no word there. LeBron we got the same hairline. About that's about it. But um. No, but um, it was interesting hearing it from the young people's perspective of um, like especially young brothers with families because you know we always hear the you know the black man they they, they they ain't doing nothing you know they ain't growing and what I see and what I see on the well I can't I can see both on a day to day basis but what I interact with is mostly. Black men who have their stuff together that's working, that that's uh, trying to build and having these conversations. So I'm just asking them for that aspect. But for me, it's interesting because when I was your age, that was basically how I was. I was more so like, hey, try to um, love uh, 31, 32. Actually, no, actually, that was when I kind of got out of that because I think that's when I um, left college and then I was uh, basically trying to find my way. That's why I really started working at um, being becoming a becoming into the position I'm in now. So there was like a two year period where I basically laid everything to the side, and basically that was my only focus. So I got here, and here we are, like six, seven years later. And my core beliefs of what I what I did it all for has been shaken due to the fact that the changes within the company. That goes back to what you were saying earlier Zoe about how change is always happening. It's always evolving. So it's more so learning that even even at the at your surest part, like I'm doing all this for that, anything can happen. So it's more so now being accepting that and being more on point to being flexible to move however I can move. That kind of ties back to what Marcus was saying from the entrepreneur aspect. You always have to be especially as a man and then even more so as a black man be ready for anything. Cause we're like the position that we're in is very rare. We're, we're, we're working, we got our head on straight. Um, and in the time that, that that's not the stereotype. So it's more so trying to keep a level head and maneuver through whatever we got going on. So for the love aspect it's more so for me, love of self. What was the second thing, Eli? Um, work, grow. <coughs> oh yeah, grow, grow, work, retire. So, yeah, retire, die, something like that. I'll tie love and growth in together. Then tie from the work aspect, trying to set up a, of course, a foundation. But me also, Marcus, do you have kids? No, I ain't got no kids. Okay, so you, it's interesting. So like, but you, you, I'm pretty sure you want to have kids at some point, correct? No. Hmm. <laughs> you know what? We didn't have like a Patreon only podcast. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> That'd be a great topic. <laughs> it, won't, it won't come out to the public by almost a real answers, but that that's very interesting. We'll have to be in the building for that one. Yes, yeah, matter of fact, I'm going to put a pin in this one because that, that ties into motivation, and then we talk about generational wealth. Um, I have to come to terms like I'm I'm 38. Of course, you can have kids at any time, like us as men, but I'm coming to the realization that do I really want kids? So then that of course reshapes my future plans of like so what does grow what does my growth look like now what does retiring look like now so that's why i say i want to go last i really rather think about it but that's more so the reasons why i said to go last so for me now it's more so growth it would be more so finding like the self-love self-improvement um i really want to basically find a entrepreneurial business type of thing so i can move out of the country and still work remotely basically do travel 
So that would be my verse, I guess, of retiring and, and dying would be more so me about experiencing for myself rather than for building that generational wealth. So that's why I say I find it interesting to hear from y'all's perspective with families. Can y'all hear that dog barking? That's fine, bro. My bad. No, 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 no. Can y'all hear one barking? Well, I was talking, oh. so you know, I heard myself. Right. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure this is good. That y'all hear that? Yeah, that's that's the dog outside. No, not you. Nigga. I heard that. The one he talking about. I just heard it. That's all right. Also, also, they can't hear them. I bet. All right, cool. I will just make sure, my guys. We can edit that out. All right, man. I know we speaking on work, and uh, you you getting off of work. It's a long day. I'm talking about you had a long day, bro. What you doing to relax? Like, what's Hey, what what are you doing? Like, what's the first thing you gonna do? Roll it up, light it up, let's get high. <laughs> like, what you mean? <laughs> I got work. <laughs> like, bro, I got well, I got a very set schedule to my program. You know what I mean? Like, you hit that sage. Because... Now, what was you saying? You hit that sage. Oh, facts, facts, facts. But nah, oh shit. Once I get off, man, I got to take my daughter to school, of course. But once she at school and I'm free and I'm clear of all children, I'm rolling that shit up. I'm smoking me one, and I'm gonna lay my ass down. Is that universal for like three of us, the four of us? You know, I, 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 I don't partake in the uh, the wacky, so. So I, you know, I have a nice cognac, you know, the finest of uh, peach whiskeys here. In, uh, I thought you was on Jameson. I got that too. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you know, like I, have a, I just basically have a drink and just sit around and watch YouTube videos and the, uh, the other stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds like what everybody else do. So it ain't nothing like it ain't nothing to part of like you don't ever just think like man maybe I need to meditate or maybe I need to like you know and when I say a long day maybe I need to really give it like it's due diligence like I mean like one of them days like like Lorenzo like the prep belt ain't ran in like three hours type day you know what I'm saying like Chris like Darren Miller on your ass type shit you know what I'm saying like Vaughn like one of the kids is sick and you've been having to like take care of them niggas all day you know what I'm saying. Oh, Marcus, you didn't work a, a 30 hour, you know, a 30 piece, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what is that? Like, sometimes you be coming off of work, you're like, God damn, bro, this shit. Like, is, is this, is this my navigation? Is this where it's going to take me? Is it going to take me to that place, you know what I'm saying, that I'm ultimately trying to get to? Like, what kind of keeps you going and, and, you know, when you get off of work and you stressing out about it? Maybe I should ask it like that. Uh, for me, it'll be, it, it's, it's. How do I relax from a day like that? But I, I guess not relax, but come back. How do you get back? How do you get back to your normal self? Because I feel like when you're in that point at work, you kind of you kind of get pulled out of your comfort zone, so to speak, because you gotta like you gotta navigate in uncomfortable situations because it's, un, it's, it's 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 uncomfortable, especially if it's a long ass fucking day and it's some bullshit going on. That shit deep. You're deep. Um, it's multiple ways that I do it. it it just depends on where my spirit leads me to at the end of the day it yeah. could be starting out a map on the beat 
Because at the end of the day, I know I want to be a producer. I want to be a writer. I've done music before, but it's it's where does my soul lead me to? Sometimes I may have to write it out. If it's too deep and it get real dark, I have to write it out. You know, remind myself that it it it's not as hard as I make it seem. Because at the end of the day, I'm reaping the benefits of it. But how do I keep my men, myself mentally stable when there's so many other people that are going through their hardships and they and they entrusted me to tell me the certain things they tell me from good to bad. It's not always bad, but from good to bad, how do I how do I keep myself mentally stable and and sane at the end of the day to focus on why I signed up to do what I said I was gonna do. Mm. Reminding myself like, okay, yeah, this this is this is some good money, but you still need to focus on the mission at the end of the day because you got you got people that look up to you. They don't have the same opportunities that I have. So how do I figure out how I'm going to put back and invest in that and still keep my family afloat to where my girls ain't got no type of worries in the world. They ain't got no worries now. But how do I make that life better for us? But then at the same day, be true to myself and remember where I come from and make changes for those that don't have the same opportunity or have the same right guidance to get them on track. And I know the word plays a, a part of that. Whatever you believe in, go into depth in that. But, but whatever you believe in, whatever you believe in comes with some type of moral standpoint at the end of the day, some guidelines that you have to follow in order to be where you want to be in the next life. I'm going to let that be. He's not breathing in between words at all. He held his breath for five straight minutes, nigga, and just went with it. I'm gonna let that breathe. Let it breathe to him. We're going behind him, bro. It's hard, bro. Uh, hey, low. You gonna have to start going last, nigga. You gonna have to start going last, bro. Shit. Who going, to, Marcus? What you got, bro? Uh, for me, it's probably a little different because uh, since I work for the government, the work like it fluctuates. Right now, we're in the heavy season, so. Um, might be a little different, but it's actually going to the gym for me. It kind of bring me back, back down because it's like when you at work all day, working 12, 13 hours, it kind of feel like you don't do nothing for you. You feel like a robot more so. And I guess going to the gym, it helps me relax. It's like a release, you know, a lot of pressure. You might get pissed off at somebody, you know, even the little, the smallest things to piss you off when you're working uh, 60 hours a week, 50 hours a week. So for me, that's just a good release to have. Especially when my friends go with me, uh, yeah, I just find it relaxing because I know when I'm done, you know, I feel like my body's got the the real workout. I'm used to going to work every day, but like the real workout comes from the gym to me. So I got to get everything off. I enjoy myself. I had some good music, you know, and I got to pump some iron or whatever I, whatever I chose to do, get some cardio off. It just relaxes me. That's like a safe haven, a place of peace, and it's something I enjoy doing. I feel like if I'm going to give them – 70% of my day I gotta at least do one thing For me And Like it's going to the gym What you got Vaughn? Vaughn started off Oh yeah that's right My bad My bad Chris As I said mine I You did? Yes, Alright bro Shit, I was just making sure, bro, because I know I had kind of switched it up and kind of, you know, turned it a little deeper. So I wanted to make sure that, you know, you gave the answer you wanted to give. That's all. That is all. There you go. That's all I got. 
All right, bet, bet, bet. I mean, for me, bro, you know, when I'm getting off of work, I'm with Vaughn. I'm with Vaughn. I agree with Vaughn, bro. You know, it ain't nothing wrong with, I mean, I call it Sage. Uh, you know, making sure that you know is in the, it's in the atmosphere on the way home, for sure. Um, I like a good, uh, pink Power Ranger. If you don't know what a pink Power Ranger is, that's a, that's a double gin, grenadine and pineapple juice, shaking I stir. You feel me? And I just I sip on it. Right now, what I, the grenadine, grenadine. It's like it's like strawberry, like this, like a syrup that they be putting in mixed drinks. It's like uh, you ever had um, cherry, it's like a cherry sprite. That sound like somebody grandma name. I don't know what that was. Nah, it's my bad. It's yeah, it's like a like some like red. I don't know really? if it's strawberry syrup or something, but you you put it in your drink. It's it's it kind of it's heavier, so it'll sit at the bottom a little bit. If you want your drink to look pretty, you shake it up, change the color up, some shit I'm learning. But that's what I do. But if it's days where um. Um, like something just really can't get off my mind. I probably do all that, but then I kind of sit back and and kind of meditate and um and uh just try to look for the answers, you know, within myself before I try to reach out, I make a phone call or or reach out to my brothers or you know call my sister or uh you know she even you know talk to my wife sometimes if I'm having just that kind of day, you know, and she'll kind of put me at ease too, and um you know that's kind of kind of I go through it. On my day to day Cause some days is easier Other days is not You know what I'm saying But it's like You You doing it all for a reason Like we We come home Right Because Of what That's what we're building That's a part of your build That's a part of what you do You know what I'm saying And If you got somebody That's your significant other It's kind of fire to come home To like A good ass meal You know what I'm saying Like I don't know Like if Everybody get that chance But that's like a part of like I love it I ain't gonna lie She ain't got it right With putting the food In the microwave for a nigga But as far as like Having the food You know cooked up You know I take it You know what I'm saying Like I take it Cause it, it, it helps So like does that Like I don't know Like has a nigga ever, Have any of y'all came home To that kind of like You know Whether it's mama or You know what I'm saying You know the girl And then what she throw down for you You know What, what was she just threw down for you Chris, for sure, huh? That's real. Uh, a home cooked meal could change everything, bro. It could change the whole vibe from for the day. Real. Now, for me, vibe. I try to, I try my best to like leave work at work. You know what I mean? Like once I'm out of work, I don't give a fuck. I don't know you niggas. I don't know nothing. Don't text me. Don't call me. I don't know you niggas. But like, once I leave work, and if I come home to a home cooked meal, it's a little bit different because I get off in the morning. I'm getting off at five thirty in the morning. Everybody just waking up and shit like that. So it's rare that I get some food out of that situation. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> if I do happen to come home some, to a hot plate, you know what I mean? Like that's when I'm motivated to do more for my wife. Actually, like mm. you know I mean, like when I know that she put that work in for me, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna reciprocate that shit. You know what I mean? Like whatever you need, whatever needs to be done, then I'm gonna do that shit. Mm. But if I come home, there ain't no food. <laughs> don't say shit to me about what you need. <laughs> I don't care. I need you to mop. Like, nigga, I don't want to mop, nigga. You tripping. And I had a long day at work. What's that? Uh, me, it's, it's probably opposite. Like, 
it, it got to a point where, yeah, we going through what we going through because we building together and we we go through our hard times and shit. But we know everything. Hmm. This motherfucker done screwed my feet. Huh? Nah, I'm just saying, like, like what I've been through, like with with my relationship with my woman, it's 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 soul ties with us at the end of the day. Like we two deep people. Like sometimes, like she know I'm in and out. I come in, I be frustrated. I don't, I don't disconnect myself from my work per se, but it's only reach out to me. People that I value, and she gets that part of me because she gets what I've been through. She's been there since our high school days, mm. so she's there to support me. When I got locked up, she put the money on my books, and I had to myself out. She didn't know. I told her, "Hey, when I got out, I told her, hey, go get your money back.' I don't know how to bail myself out. Like we we've been there for each other for a long time." But ain't no relationship gonna be perfect. Like I don't care what social media sell y'all at the end of the day. Ain't no relationship gonna be perfect. It's about is that woman worth it to me to go through those hardships with? And for me, she worth it. You know, but she she knows how to. We're the lives that we've been through. When it comes to affection and everything, we done had our childhood traumas to. to she shows her love, and we express our love in two different ways. But it, it corresponds with each other. She like scrub my feet. She don't like feet, and I know she don't like feet. You feel me? But she she sat there while I came home, and boom, she scrubbed my feet. Damn, I ain't got that kind of shit. Nah, yeah, that's love right there. Shit, oh, I, I play with my feet, feet scrub. God damn, nigga, I'm sitting here mad about food not getting put in the goddamn microwave. My nigga in his feet scrub. <laughs> I ain't got none of that shit. Hell no, God damn! You gotta show me your secret, brother. Yeah, nigga, what's the ancient Chinese cat? Lifestyle is is questionable, and I've said that, and people look at me like, "What the fuck you mean?" But it, it's it's psychology and mental at the end of the day. But does that? But that validates your love for her because she can see that, and she there with you. That she's seen me go through that. Yeah. Like she's been there, been there. So she knows the monster that's inside and what I'm capable of. I know the monster inside of her and what she's capable of. But it's, it's, it's people come together and it's solid, it's solid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, I'm crazy. I, I kill that motherfucker real quick and she the same way about me. Wait, what? It get deep. It's taking a dark turn. This is scary, <laughs> this yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he straddled the, he straddled the line between like a, a perfect relationship and like a thin line between love and hate. Nah, that's <laughs> a fact. Hey, but he been that's the that's 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 truth though, nigga. That's truth. Like what we've been through as a couple and her knowing like I, like I said, I've been knowing her since high school. That was my best friend. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But she knew motherfucking female I fucked with. Like I know every nigga she fuck with, you know what I'm saying. But it's 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 the growth in that when we building something together. Like okay, yeah. Oh yeah, we y'all been, really in it. Yeah, we we've been through some shit, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you say that, like oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, it's 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 really soul ties around here. 
Nah, that's respect, bro. That's respect. Marcus Bowles, what you got? Uh, you could pick it back off what he's saying. You ain't really got to go with the, you know, meal per se, but just that what it represents. I think it represents some type of gratitude and appreciation, especially like us being men. Um, I'm trying to see how can I say this. I don't want to ruffle too many feathers, but I feel like from as as being a man, like the providing aspect can get overlooked sometimes because it's what we expected to do or that's what they think we're supposed to do. What uh Chris said earlier, like, you know, as black men, it's rare to see us on top of our game, like we all are we all in good positions. You know, we not in jail, we working, you know, making money, providing. And I just don't want to get that I don't want that to get overlooked or taken for granted, you know. So I feel like it's something that um it's something that can be done each and every day, but like just to get it, it makes you feel good as a man to know that you got something to come home to. It makes it makes it coming home all worth it, you know, working a long day. And I just feel like it's an act of appreciation that, you know, I like it. It's dope, you know, it shows love for sure. Now, yeah, this yeah. is for sure. I will say about this. The one thing that I discovered when um in the last year and a half, one of the Things that I would have looked forward to even more than a meal being cooked for me. Ten second honey bun. <laughs> oh, honey bun, sir. That's I'm sorry. That's the last time I'm gonna bring up the honey bun. <laughs> just hit that nigga with the cinnamon roll, bro. Whenever you say something about a honey bun, just hit him with that cinnamon <laughs> roll shit. If, if he goes get his cinnamon rolls every day, he'll come home and not want that plate. So he he knows what it is. Not, <laughs> unless, not unless I do what I do on the way home. That ties into what I was just about to say, Kai, sir. Right. I so, to get back. What I was looking for, or what would have been amazing to me, even more so than a, a cooked meal, if we come home and have the sage rolled. Mm. Okay. Like, hey, I got, it's already rolled for you. The yellow long days, and it's already sitting there ready for you. Boy, I say, I remember, ain't gonna lie, I remember them days. Those was the good old days, nigga. It, 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 it's a different, like, even, I know some people have their whole thing where, when they do what they do to get get it prepped, it's like a process for them. It's kind of like a meditation point or a, a relaxing moment. Sometimes you just want to go home and get to it, and it would be great to come home. Facts, right there. Facts, <laughs> fucking facts. You don't want to have to sit. Like, don't get me wrong. I love the process of rolling my shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Taking my time, perfecting it, get it to where I want to, and then I smoke that shit. But like, it's a little bit different once you come home and that shit already rolled. You could just get to it, like. The life, like, like the world is just a little bit better. Like, dogs are barking, birds are chirping. <laughs> somebody outside. <laughs> morning grass. Like, everything just seems a little bit better in the, in the world. <laughs> yeah, then you, if you want to add a plate with that, oh, you hit the jackpot, son. What mm. are you talking about? Mm. That would be that would be that that level, bro. But that's what make it, that move, that's that's why you going to work every day. If you got that, like he's like, that's I'm pretty sure this whole, you know, message on the pod so far has been that motivation of why you're trying to get to a certain point, you know. And we stated it right off the bat, you know, we we doing what we do, we sacrificing now, you know, for later on. Like we we you trying to build something, you trying to build up, you know, that wealth. And when you're doing that. And we were talking about how we were 
we will have those days where we be struggling with that, you know, struggling with our job and struggling with whatever our current situation is. Um, and we press through it is because we have the belief or I have the belief that, you know, a part of my goal I can achieve through what I'm doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, do I feel like I can go and step and do something, you know, that I might be a little bit more happier doing? I feel like it's there. And if it's for me, then God's going to present it for me. You know what I'm saying? So currently I'm, I'm, I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm okay. Well, what I'm trying to do on the side with this podcast, everything else, I'm fine. But for everybody else, where y'all feeling at? Like where, where you at with your current, you know, you know, job situation? Are you feeling like that's something that you see that you're going to be there? Like that's going to be it and you're going to be able to make it work from there? Or like you already, I know we already had a couple, you know, or, you know, we all entrepreneurs on here. So I already know we got our own thing building up on the side, but do you think that this going to help? I think you use your job as like a um, like a stepping stone, something like you know catapult you into whatever you you choose to do. Me personally, it's not a bad job, but I don't think it can get me to the place that I would like to be in life. So I would like use it as a like the beginning stages to try to create something, and then just take it off from there. But yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at with it from my from my personal perspective. I think it's something I could use to just you know get me going. I don't know if it'll sustain me for I want to be like later on in my life. Maybe that'll change. You know, you never know how things go. Things yeah. tend to work in your favor, but as of now, no. But I will use it, you know, to get me where I'm trying to go for sure. It's definitely the step because that's a part of it. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely that's definitely a part of it because it's okay if you're not where you want to be at. I mean, it's you know what I'm saying. Like it's I, that's that's totally okay. It's about where your mentality is and where you're trying to be. You know what I'm saying? So. For me personally, I I will say that I it's weird, bro. I, like I, I'm like two months away from being in my job for two years, and somehow I'm the second longest tenured nigger at the job. Like, so I mean, based on just that fact, I don't think that you know, long term, this is the job that I'll be at. Like, I get paid a, a pretty good amount of money, and overtime is always available. But like, as far as like the the ladder building, like the built climbing the ladder at their job and, you know, eventually moving into more management type of position. I don't see it because they deal with so much bullshit and it's a little bit, I don't know, the retention rate is kind of trash. So I'm always looking for other avenues where, you know, the pay is better or the situation is better. But I mean, shit, the job, like my job, like what, 10 minutes away from my career, so I'm gonna rock out until these <laughs> until some shit happen. But you know what I'm saying? A long term, I don't see it being the move. Respect. I'm give me a brick and just call it a day. Now give me a brick, flip that shit. I tell you, man, we're gonna go with me and them. We're gonna be in Detroit with me and them. Nigga, nigga, sign me up, nigga. I'm just talking about facts. What you got for us, Chris? Well. I would say in the last two years, it went from, yeah, I'm going to work at two. Nah, it's not going to happen. So, yeah, definitely after yesterday. Jeez Louise. Yesterday. I didn't do anything yesterday. We're going to need, need a little bit more background information on that at some point. Hey, you want to you you give them the story? I wasn't there. I just heard about it. 
Okay, I'll, I'll put it like this. I'll, I'll keep it as vague as possible. Um, yeah, we got to see these niggas on my day. workers out to another area to help out. The work, one of my workers called me back saying, um, they're saying we're supposed to be here all night. And I was like, that wasn't discussed with me, so that's not going to happen. But let me go down there to see what's going on. I go down there, and the the person that runs that area was like, oh, yeah, the manager said that there'd be down there. They didn't tell you what well, that's, that's on there. You, you, you like, basically got to add to it with me. And I was like, but we are the same position, so I expect like a courtesy phone call if you're keeping my supervisors. I'm like, you take up with your man. Oh, okay, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I called my guy. Hey, pull off. Because I already saw there was no work really over there. So I was like, you know, that was petty, nigga. That's petty. <laughs> there was there were six shooting balls in, 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 in the area. Oh, fuck. Hey, hey, hey. hey. I, I, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. <laughs> fuck. No, I'm playing catch up. Oh, okay. Fuck. That's that Bud Ice, nigga. I told you about that shit. So, so it was clear. So I'm like, nah, they didn't need to be out here. So I called, like, yo, pull off. So I called, then I called the manager, like, yo, who made the phone call? Like, why nobody tell me? And both of them was like, we didn't tell, we didn't say that. So I was like, yo, you lied. Hey, everybody, pull off. Everybody get out of here. So we ended up going upstairs, and I ran, ran into the person again. Um, So she kind of, like, let the door kind of slam on me. I was like, oh, 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 we're doing this. Okay, cool. So my supervisor texted me, was like, yeah, she was like, oh, well, you, you'll be back down here later anyway. Oh, okay, cool. So when I passed, passed by her again, I was like, uh, by the way, the trade, they're not going back down there. And she flipped. Fuck you! Fuck you! Started throwing stuff and just started going crazy. So, but the video went out. Give one, you good? Okay. Oh, you stopped. This <laughs> says you stopped it. I had to because it was it had paused. You good? Oh, I was throwing. <clears throat> so she went crazy, throwing paperwork, like going. And I'm sitting there like I just walked out. I was like. I, I didn't think that warranted that response, <laughs> but okay, so I just walked out. So come to find out, she threw paperwork everywhere. So I went back upstairs, took pictures of the paperwork on the ground, and I later found out. Now, now I want to eat a lot of jokes. This nigga the feds? Huh? huh? <laughs> this nigga the feds? Yeah, yeah, see? That's why, that's why they, <laughs> hey, hey, so I thought that she was mad. I thought she was getting on you. And like you was there and she kept like she started throwing papers all over the place and then she slipped on the paper that she threw on the floor. No, I wasn't up there. I, I walked out. Oh so that, shit. So that, yeah, they said she kept she kept throwing papers. Because she was mad as fuck and then she slipped on one of the pieces of paper that she had put on the floor and bust her shit. <laughs> oh, you got you got that that womp womp womp. I think hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yes, that was on first hit. Yes. <laughs> Nigga. Yes, that was perfect. That's fucking armor, nigga. <laughs> Armor's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and my whole oh, thing was, shit. if she would have just mm. called me and just been mm. like, yo, can I keep your soups all night? <laughs> yeah, no. not a problem. I don't care. But the fact that you lied, it was like, why did you do all that lying? So that's why I went, <laughs> I went the extra mile. I was petty. I would have said I was petty. Like, don't lie to me. You, you can't use my people if you're lying to me. It's unnecessary. So that's all. Nah. That was I being petty when I said what I said. Yes, but the reaction that was just. Yeah, no, nah, that's wild. That's wild. That's fucking armor for your ass, right there, bro. Oh, snap. 
But yeah, but 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 she she called me a fat ass and that, that hurt my feelings. <laughs> oh, she called. Oh, that's HR. <laughs> HR. Oh, hey, whoa, 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 Watch how this works. Well, watch how this works. Well, you finna get muted, Chris. Watch, watch what you works. say, buddy. Watch how it says. No, 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 no. Our interactions up there. It doesn't warrant that. Only with one person with that kind of interaction would make me do that. But I know. I know Low. I know uh, Eli. I I treat everybody like I don't want to take any opportunity away from them. Like they work to get to their point that they're at. I'm not going to let them. I'm, I'm not going to be petty. Be like, oh, well, I, I just, oh my god, I can't believe you said that. And they go to it's called they, loyalty. They, yeah, because I know everybody that's in that position that they're in. They had to work to get there. It's called the so circle. I'm not be the one to make them throw it away over some. Uh, uh, I know she also got some other stuff going on. So I'm not. I'm not that cold hearted. You know how that psychoanalyze it at the end of the day because you know everybody has the same mission at the end of the day. It's, I can speak on it because I'm in the situation mm-hmm. briefly and I'm just getting caught up on everything, but it's still at the same time, like we know what we come in every day for. This shit just boxes. Mm-hmm. End, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, bro. Um, <laughs> But at the end of the day, we we so that's that's what it all matters about. <laughs> push it, Pete. Push it, Pete. Sorry, <laughs> what? <laughs> they start rapping that shit. No, but- Pete window. You say what now? No, no, no. fuck my love. Bro, we segued it no. all the way off, bro. I think it was on Vaughn. <laughs> but that, that was that was a story that happened. Yeah, that was a story that happened. It was pretty. Nah, cool. it was on. That's why. Oh that's yeah, why oh yeah, Chris. Well, yeah, my bad. Now you got to finish what you was gonna say, buddy. Got to get back to it. I forgot the original question. Hold on, let me get back. Um, it's on. Was it? What was the original question? Oh, about the overtime. You see yourself at the job till you retire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not like now. I don't see myself retiring. It's more so of a how long can I make it until something happens? Yeah. And that's a terrible mindset to have. But the way things are changing is it's kind of like a you never know. So that that, kept, that keeps me kind of on my toes in a bit. But I feel a lot better about the ending. If something does happen, I will be all right. So that's what I was more so worried about in the beginning of the career. Alright bro I got a question I want to piggyback off that You said that You know You kind of waiting You know what I'm saying Until something happens But like You gotta have some kind of Belief That you like That you gonna be okay Right Like You don't You don't really believe That you will make it that far Like you don't think Like You got like a, I don't know Like My mom and them always say Like you know You know I got to cut like we they cover us, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I think Marcus, I think we all, you know, have a, a, a understanding of what that is. Like, hey, you know, grandma pray for you, or your mama, daddy pray for you for that covering and you going out and about. And I kind of feel like, you know, the job is in in, in those lines is like, okay, you know, he going if 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 our path if we in line right now, me and God on the same page. Then what I'm doing right now is obviously what I'm supposed to be doing until he gives me an opportunity to do more. 
or he takes it away because I'm not being, um, I'm taking it for granted. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I don't, you don't want to get to that position where you feel like you're taking what he gave you for granted. But just getting back to what I was trying to ask you, like, you don't feel like you had like that covering? Like, you don't feel, you feel like that's like it kind of faded off of you. And that's why you worried about, okay, I'm just kind of anticipating it. Do you feel like you're not doing, you're not approaching it the way you're supposed to? Not even just like work, but it could be the podcast. It could be getting in your car and starting it up. But just, you know, do you don't have that belief or that relief with like that, you know, you go with? I will say I didn't over the last couple of years. So you... Was over not not so much, but um, you would know because you were you were there. What was going on in the last couple of years with me going out on leave and things of that nature? So the one thing that I learned while I was out on leave was because that was more so the fear was losing everything. Because because Eli, Eli, you've been at the job like since you've been eighteen, right? Seventeen, yes. So that's the only job you had. Old. Well, no, I've had other jobs. This is your okay. I'm sorry. This is your first adult real job. I have my own business, nigga. Yes, yes, this is your first job. <laughs> it's not though. It's not, bro. What's up, bro? Sure, yes, it's my nigga, first corporate both. job. It's my first corporate job. So this is the first job where you can say like, oh yeah, I, I see a future. I can retire here. That's where I'm getting at. Yeah. So I've had this before. And it got lost on some a uh, weird, goofy situation. So the what I learned from that was a gratitude because at the time I was not grateful, and I feel like that's why that happened to me. Mm. But what I learned now is even it's not more so about gratitude; it's just changes in life. You're not supposed to, like everything happens. Everything happened the way it was supposed to happen. Right. So it's more so me now understanding that. Stop fearing what you think could happen and just be prepared for what could happen. And if it happens, it happens. Mm-hmm. Cool. So that's the difference between, you said, what, what was that? I said, we're mean at the end of the day. We can't fear right. what happens. Exactly. That's all we can do. So I was more so, the best way I can describe it is I didn't like how I adapted when it first happened to me. But now with everything that happens, like I said, I'm not getting too deep into what happened last year and everything, but to see it up close and see how they responded from it, it gave me a more of a, um, it calmed me on it. It it basically kind of took away my anxiety. Cause like at the end of the day, like you were saying before, you're still going to be okay. So it's me seeing that up close. It was more so like a, a reminder, so to speak at the end of the day, even what I went through back when I went through, I'm still here now. So I made it out. So, mm-hmm. is there hope? Yes, yes, I, I do see hope. It's just more so I see it now than I did back then. Okay, but that's—I mean, well, that's a good thing, though, right? For you to have that hope, to have that kind of like that vision there. You don't want to be blurry because then you feel no, like you—it ties back to the motivation thing that you were talking about. Like when you don't have that hope, like where, where what's going to motivate you? Like I don't have any kids. I don't. I don't come home to a family. I don't come home. Like it's just me doing the same thing. Going back to what uh, Bob was saying, it's like the grind every single day. But there's no end game, or there's no purpose. Now it's more so you find that purpose. 
if that makes sense. So do you find that purpose through that company or no. do you find that purpose as that walk as a man through your life? As a man through your life. So it's I, I, definitely, so- I definitely believe it's that walk. Um, because, you know, I know it sounds goofy, but like what happens if you stop walking? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What happens really if you should. stop walking? Like what 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 happens? What's the consequences to that? You know, so you you have to keep walking. You got to keep, you know, moving and hoping that he's ordering your steps along that way. Um, I want to give like, like you know, Marcus. To me, I feel like you kind of you in that lane where you just you kind of like. You being patient and you letting him lead you, you know what I'm saying, you know, and and I feel like we all had that belief where we let him lead us, and that's where we know we're gonna be at. But like, do we all like? Is it God, Jesus, or like where is it that you your belief is in that aspect to like that higher calling is helping you navigate through what we try to do, and that's ultimately you know is to get to that point where we can kind of that Thanos where we you know on that planet. Gardening and shit With fucked up on But you know You did what you Went out to do I thought you was finna say something What you, what you got Marcus bro What you got bro like, I mean like, shit Well you know um, <laughs> <laughs> What the nigga well, say get through, Pulled out the goddamn gutlet <laughs> hey, We went through a lot dude, And I all brought it back to me you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but nah, uh, honestly, I I will say um, I'm working on that aspect. Like you were saying, the uh, the belief that he's guiding my steps. Like I, I think I before, like when I was a little bit younger, I believed it. Then I kind of became a little bit cynical after dealing with a lot of different shit. You know what I mean? Like uh, of life hitting me in different ways. I started to believe it was all on me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was all on me to get myself in the position to, you know, move my family into better situations or move myself into better situations. And now, you know what I mean? I got my affinity stones. Uh, I'm trying to learn to, I ain't gonna say let go, but like, realize certain situations are out of my control. Like, what's going to happen is going to happen. And if the Lord sees fit for me to be in a better position or be in certain certain situations that are advantageous to me, then, you know, I'm just, I'm still learning. I'm, I'm a work in progress. He ain't through with me yet. <laughs> mm. But it's that openness, though. You got to be open to him and put your ear to the wall. You know what I'm saying? And, and be ready to hear whatever it is. And it might sound weird. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you don't really understand how he trying to communicate with you, but you just got to be at that point. What's on your Murder? head, Lo? Hmm. Hey, that's Bob Marley, bro. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> this the man cave, man. I'm trying to get it together, brother. I'm trying to... It's getting, it's getting there. Ain't nothing wrong with it. You stumped, because, man, he hit it. He hit it to the T. Get that mic up on you. Bun, you hit that to the T. Stamp that's a done, for sure. Man, I'm pretty- it's, 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 when it comes to that walk of life, like, when she in the Infinity Stones, like you said, bro, you understand the grasp of how this life is going, for one. And it's... 
the end of the day. Yo, we don't like where we at, but we don't know why God led us to where we were supposed to be at or whatever you believe in. Let me just clear the air with that one. Whatever anybody believes in at the end of the day, because I'm not the one to say that what I believe that that's that's where it comes to being humble. I don't I don't believe that what I believe in may be right, but it's all about positive energy at the end of the day, because when that energy is gone, what if you precipitated is what your future is gonna be. Men stepping up, yeah. It's a fight day in, day out. I just I my steps in a way that I need to be. Mm. I'm able to see that okay, this is a time to make that move, or it's this time for me to lock in and get zoned out because this is what I need to be and this is what I need to do. You know, so I'm gonna let that breathe. <laughs> the coldest fucking shit. Sneaky here. I'm gonna start saying this shit. I'm gonna fuck. I'm using this shit for now. Shit shit earlier. I'm gonna let that breathe. Oh, let that breathe. Yo, nah, I fuck with it. <laughs> I ain't hit that. I ain't gonna take no credit for that. Mm. Well, yeah, um, you say I what? Believe in, uh, I was waiting on the next. Uh, I know. I believe in Jesus. You know, that's where I was raised, and you know, studying myself and what I what I read. I believe, and uh, you know, Jesus, God. But I agree with what Javon says. You know, it's like being a work in progress. Uh, I try to like try to let my pride go for a lot of things, and for me, it's just too much stressing over what I can't control, and I feel like it eat me up inside a lot of the times. Because as a man, you know, you just want to be in control all the time. You want to dictate. You want to control the narrative. But life has a funny way of showing you that it's not going to be like that. Sometimes you got to go through hardships, and I feel like you know you test it a lot every day, and and I feel like having God on your side, it'll be easy because you could turn your back and on. That you got somebody to trust on and whatnot. So I feel like, you know, like I said again, what Javon said, as far as being a work in progress, I think that's important because, you know, you grow day by day, you learn things day by day. And ain't none of us above receiving knowledge and learning, you know, learning new things. I just feel like the stressing over what we can't control, you know, we shouldn't let that be our downfall because it can hinder us from really living a more peaceful life. That's a fact. That's a fact. A piece. I'm gonna let life. that breathe. Yo, 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 yo. Straight like that. You gotta let that one breathe for sure. We had what two second breathe. Everybody, hear them. Looking ass, looking ass, nigga. All right, bro. I'm finna take a pivot. I'm finna take a a, a quick pivot, real quick. And I just want, I just want to know y'all thoughts. And I'm kind of I'm kind of combine a couple things anyways into one. So I know we put a lot of work in. We all saying that we feel like that we putting we we giving work to somebody else. But a part of it is we building it for ourselves as long as we doing it the right way and being smart about it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, one thing that I did that my pops told me to do that he didn't do when he was you no know, younger was to jump straight up on a 401k and to invest in it heavily. So that you putting yourself in a good position that when, you know, coming around his time where he is now, you know, he's like, yeah, son, I wish I had to did this. And, uh, like, I'm proud to see that you you listening and you doing, like, you know, you building that thing up. So 
are y'all building it up for yourselves? And one of the reasons why I'm asking is because it's a lot of things swirling around up in like government where they they're really trying to cut out social security. So it's like, okay, well, I right, nigga trying to make it till he turn, you know, what is it, sixty five or something like that, or is it higher than the older? Sixty five. So it's like, okay. I'm finna, am I going to be able to get to I'm 65 and then, you know, be able to rely on, you know, basically everybody else. You know what I'm saying? To kind of, like, get me to where I'm, you know, to the end point. Or, like, is it, do you feel like your 401k is there to put yourself in position just in case they take it away from us? See, the, the thing about 401k is, like, I've been, uh, like, watching a lot of the earning your leisure pods and, you know, people along those lines. The funny thing is, like, your 401k is never going to be enough to sustain you post-work anyway. Like, you know what I mean? Like, from what I, from what they broke it down, it's like, after you retire at 65, if you live to 85, you don't fuck around and need, like, $2 million for the next 20 years to sustain yourself. Ain't nobody in here going to be able to put $2 million in their 401k, no matter how much you work. It's not going to be able to sustain you. So you have to invest in something you have to do something beyond 401k because if not there's not gonna be enough to sustain you you're gonna be right back at walmart people greet motherfuckers at the door and shit and they don't want to be there damn so it's like those were cool last niggas go beyond like yeah i got a 401k but like my shit i think i put in like almost 200 a month or something like that so i'm, I'm at a decent amount like right now but that shit ain't gonna be enough for when I'm 65 and I don't want to work again you know what I mean like because you have no other income other than the 401k so unless you like you you know what I'm saying you got some type of investments you gonna be asked out yeah cause it's like you you, you gotta put your spot where you not only that you do you have your 401k but you building up like a portfolio you know what I'm saying and you trying to like you have like a couple things investing in you know here you know, you you investing in yourself over here, where you got something starting up. So it's like you got to have all those things. Yeah, you right. You got to have all those things going for you on top of your four hundred one k. Because it's like realistically, like you're not even really putting enough in there, and you kind of feel like it's a trap, right? Because it's like okay, they tell you, hey, you got to put money in your four hundred one k. This helps you build. This helps you grow, or whatnot. But like with us, like we can't touch our shit. You gotta like have some hardship or some shit going on for you to touch. And it's like, damn, motherfucker, that's my money. What the fuck you mean? I can't touch it, you know? So you it could be it could be a catch too, bro. I get definitely could be a catch. What you got for me, uh what you got for me, Chris? Now I will say that um when I when I was at the old job, that's when I started really doing the four one K thing and I got up to like what thirteen like 13 grand before everything popped off. And that was like a three and a half year period. Um, It got me, it got, I had to sell it. And when I lost the job, it got me through. But uh, one thing I would say, like now at this job, when I got promoted, I went hard body. I don't know if you remember, did, did you um, have your interview with the same person I had my interview with Eli? No. So did they talk about anything about like the, the uh, investing and all that kind of stuff in it your was, interview? It was more about fat hoes, but. Keep going. One <laughs> <laughs> thing I can say that I went through a real interview, unlike unlike he did. Oh wait, no, yeah, you got promoted before me. Wait, when did you get promoted? Allegedly. No, no, no. <laughs> 2024, bro. 
Sneaker from the future? 2014, bro. 2014. That was 2016. Okay, I, I kind of knew it was there. Yeah. All right. So, like, when I went through mine. So, um, my statement first, was true. Yeah. So, they, yeah, it, it was. So, we went through, like, he basically broke down some investment stuff for me. He was like, hey, you need to, he basically said, invest your bonuses and then invest as much as you can in your 401k. Did I invest my bonuses? No. I really, I do wish I would have did that, but. <laughs> But in 401k, I was putting like 10%, 10-12% in my 401k. Man. And it, in the in the four or five years before I stopped, I stopped like two years ago, right when um when I, my uh, life change happened. That's when I, I dropped it down, back down to five. But I amassed a, a, a pretty, almost almost six figures in it. Fuck you. <laughs> 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 you fucking hell, bro. No, but um... But now, like, as I took the money out, like, of course, the economy's dropping and everything. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I don't have the same amount that I, I had two years ago. But going back to what Vaughn was saying, yeah, you're going to need about like two, like two to three mil to, to retire. Certain things have to fall into place and you better have something going on. But yeah, most people are not going to have that. So, I don't know if, I, if I'm at the point where I ain't got no bills. And I got about five hundred thousand. I feel like I'll be okay. Always gonna have bills though. That's the problem. You say what? Are you always gonna have bills. That's the problem. No, I don't think so. So five hundred thousand. Okay. Bills, hardship, and life happens. Five hundred thousand ain't gonna do shit at the end of the day. Nigga, I'm not finna just sit on five hundred thousand. I'm finna do something with that shit. Yeah, I'm gonna do something with it. But I feel like <laughs> I I have confidence that I can turn that five hundred thousand into some more money. That's the thing, Even if I gotta crazy. move some bricks, no, I'm playing. <laughs> Look, at the end of the day, bro, you said that, but at the end of the day, it's about what is going to be your game plan with that money. That's what yeah. every man falls in line with. That's what every man has to go through a fight with. Mm. Got that built up, but what you gonna do with it at the end of the day? And there's no age stamp on that shit. Everybody puts an age stamp on shit, but time is never ending. You feel me? What you mean by that? Like, it, no matter what the age is and where you're at, you got that. What are you going to do with that to mold it into something greater? Mm, okay. Some people, they get comfortable. They sit back and they try to live off of that. Other people, they see what they got, but they look at life and how life is never ending and how it turns. Are you able to adapt with the changes? That's where the mental, the mental complex come in. That's where the fight as a man comes in. Because now you're you're looking like, oh, I can chill on this shit. Or I can invest and flip this shit. But it, when I invest and flip this shit, do I have the positive mind frame? It's my energy right to proceed this. How am I going to get what I have? Am I going to make something out of it? Or am I going to chill on it and be selfish with it? It's black and white at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let that breathe. Nah, I feel you, and you know you you when you say that life shit can happen, you're right, bro. Because you know you don't know what the future holds for your parents. You don't know what the future holds for your sisters. You know what I'm saying your, your your even your own self, your kids. You don't know what kind of health care or whatever they might need around that time. So you got to really have shit, you know, in your back pocket to where like when that kind of life shit happens, you got the funds to cover it. So you might be right. I might need to. 
you know, go back and look at my target funds, nigga, because I thought I was going to be okay, but I guess not. Nigga, fuck my whole shit up. Thank you. Bro, I'm telling you, man, get you a, get you a brick. What the nigga uh, Mike F say, get you a brick. They say, I'm going to turn this hole into a half. <laughs> I'm going to turn half to a hole. <laughs> you know what I mean? You say what, Chris? Honestly, my, qu- my question to y'all is: Do you do you truly think it is possible, like, to work a job and be able to retire? It's hard. It's hard to say it's not because we actually see niggas at our job retire and like are good. Like, like in my line, I mean, shit. It's hard for me to say that it's not impossible because it's possible. You know what I mean? Whatever they circumstances that they were in, they still was able to put the money or invest it in the right way. And like Lo said, having a good uh, plan for what they was doing with the money that they had. Because you ain't gotta, have, you ain't gotta have five hundred thousand dollars to come up with five hundred thousand dollar plan. You know what I'm saying? If I, I may interject some um, some information about that. Yes, we do. We do see people retire from. Our company. That's how you invest your money. Yeah, but here's the thing: they were there when it was when it was private. They were there when it went public. Not all of them. There when it, the stock split. That don't and they've that. seen no, no, no. If they, they were no, that. if they invest no, no. I'm saying it, approach. No, no. I put like this: like if let's say we take where we're at right now and go back into let's say 1999 or 1990s. It's a ball game. It's a way different language. Yeah, it's a different language. But even if you had the money that you have in there now. If all those things happen, it would be easier to say with what with Vaughn saying, yeah, we are able to get to that that two million because of the way the stocks are going. Yeah, but, but they ate more through through the times because that company had to evolve. Either they evolved or they got dissolved. Yeah, they did evolve, yeah. But, but I'm saying but like that say, company evolved at the end of the day. You now, feel me? But but my okay, so this nigga been rapping the whole time. But now look but now look at it. So we, we we're at where we're at right now. now. That's what I'm getting at. So now it doesn't look as promising. Yeah, you right. Yeah, he's definitely looking flaky up there right now. But that was money, and you mm-hmm. invested in the right spots. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Because it, it's 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 going to be a never ending up and down. But that that company has been around for so many years. It always puts the right leaders in place to see that it's sustained. So, do you feel like you were retired from there? I'm not going to say that at the end of the day. That, that's 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 an opinion I keep to myself, and I let it I, I let time unfold it because I don't know where my mental will be at tomorrow when it comes to that certain aspect. So I don't express my opinion on it because the energy you put out is the that you get as far as self. So when it comes to that, I, I have no opinion towards that. I feel like it'd be hindering me or hurting me at the end of the day if I put my my energy out and breathe that into this life. Because every word that I'm saying now, I'm giving life to it. Like, I br- breathe closer into the mic. All our backs at the I, I pray to God that God has all our backs at the end of the day. And that we're able to make a comfortable life. And do everything that we set out to do at the end of the day. But I don't feel like I would crutch myself by putting that type of energy in the air to give you a yay or nay towards that. Because... That company has learned how to evolve day in, day out. 
but it's all about where I'm at now. It's about how much work am I willing to put in to make sure I see what I believe that I see could happen mm-hmm. happens. Like I got a whole, I got a whole chair full of hurt. And back in the day, I couldn't rock that. But it took fight to get to that point to where I could rock this. Because the image of what that corporation thought it was oh. had us take us for us is how you want to take it. Mm-hmm. But it had us bumped up for those who for those of us that deal with that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to rock this. I'm able to rock my dreads when they told me I couldn't rock my dreads. If, oh, I, yeah. if, I, if I wanted to make it to a next level, I have to have a clean cut. I got to be shaved up every day. You know what I'm saying? So I, No tattoos, shit like that. Yeah, that goofy-ish. Yeah, goofy ass shit. Like, bruh, I'm tattooed up all that. Like, bruh. That's why that's what that's what I do like about the year the age that we in now. Like before, like bro, I remember hearing that shit all the time. When I when I got my sleeve, you gonna be like, bro, you never gonna be able to get a corporate job. You never gonna be able to do like go above like a ground, like a ground level employee. But I'm like, bro, we are in the age now where the, the CEO of companies is tatted up. Motherfucker got a mohawk, motherfucker like street niggas. Making millions, billions, nigga. Like, How that's the me. Thirty, uh, about to be thirty-two. Yeah, we all in our thirties. Like, yeah, yeah. we went through that. But I'm tip, bro. <laughs> I remember having to wear like uh, the little colored sleeves to work because the niggas wouldn't let us wear this shit. Like, we wouldn't have, they wouldn't let us be tatted. Like, yeah, all that shit dead now, nah, nigga. <laughs> mm-hmm. Think so. My man, fuck with. <laughs> That nigga said all that shit dead. My manager be high boxing in this car at work. (laughs) Yo, you can't be on allegedly, bro. You can't be on try snitching on that nigga, bro. Chill. Ain't no allegedly, nigga. This is a fact. Damn, (laughs) damn. Hey, this one. Hey, this one nigga hitting with that one eight hundred number shit. (laughs) Jeez. You are having trouble. Jeez, that's scary, bro. So where you at? Where y'all see yourself, bro? Like where y'all see yourself at that point? Like, you know, when you pass the growth and you at that retire, like what 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 do you see? Like what possessions? Like is, what's your environment? What you thinking? For me Miami, Miami in a floor shirt, bro. With a, with a floor shirt? Point. I thought it was the button up with no with no shirt underneath with the, the button, forces the and no socks. I'm gonna get the button down, some forces. I don't know about the cargos. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be old as fuck, so I can't wear no forces. I'm gonna just give me some, some Crocs and shit. I don't give a fuck, nigga. I'm just, I'm trying to be chilling, bro. Like, fuck these kids. Hopefully, they set me up for my retirement after all the money I done dumped to these little motherfuckers. Hopefully, they set me up <laughs> so where I can just shit white uh button down floor shirt on the beach chilling somewhere. Me and all like. How many eggs you got in that basket, my nigga? All of them. All of them. Okay, me too. Nigga. I am keeping all the way a hundred, bro. I'm keeping it all the way a hundred. I hope this nigga becomes the greatest. Of all of them, goddamn. And the basket not sturdy though. Don't get it twisted. Like that whole like one of them them cheap ass Dollar General baskets, the little wick yeah, ones. Oh, I feel like, it ain't sturdy, but it's, it's hopefully sturdy. it's gonna hold it down. Yeah, it's wholesome, nigga. It's wholesome. It ain't sturdy, but it's wholesome. Shit. <laughs> I would say my ultimate dream would be to uh, be working at a. Uh, Nigga, you uh, still gonna be working and retired? <laughs> working in a dispensary. 
and I'll be the guy that come out the back and be like, oh, nah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Fuck working. I'm trying to be the owner. Fuck the working. Yeah, too. But like, you know, I'll be the special guy to come out the back and tell him about the uh, about the strands and all that kind of stuff and break all that stuff down. And then that's pretty much it. Bro, I can see you coming out with a lab coat. And some glasses on and shit. And could them niggas be having like a little grab with a little uh, green screen uh, stain on your shit, going out there talking to niggas with a honey bun in your back pocket? Like, look at this right here. This strand is the. Uh, <laughs> I would be on the keto diet by then, sir. I would be no, no, no honey bun. By then, they probably have organic honey buns, bro. Shit. Organic honey buns. Yeah, bro. It'd be all. It'd be made of. Nobody on the planet will eat that shit. I don't know shit. We don't know what we're eating now. Yeah. Bro, I, I'm done with this world. Yeah, I want the diabetes full honey buns. Like, <laughs> facts. <laughs> Take me out, bro. I don't want no fucking vegan honey bun. Marcus, what you got, man? What you see? Where you see you at, bro, like that, at that point? You talking about as far as, like, uh, where I want to be? Like, you, that Thanos moment, you, you did everything you accomplished and, like, everything that's around you, like, what you got? To be honest, I don't really know. Um, off the top of my head, right now, maybe somewhere in the country, you know, with some with some with a nice piece of land on me, just chilling. This city life is getting a little too congested for my liking, but um, I, I can see I can see the country, like some nice land, you know, just set up set up real nice out the real out the way, ducked off, and hopefully by that time all the fruits of my labor have been done sprouted for real hopefully mm. all willing but you know up until then i feel like it's just the uh the movements that we make right now while we're talking about it on this podcast because i feel like financially unfortunately we're gonna be in a tougher situation than our mothers and our grandparents due to like the uh the spike in prices in the economy because rent is no longer you know seven eight hundred dollars in texas them days are over with you know we fifteen hundred, yeah. we fifteen hundred and up mm-hmm. at this point. So it's like we got to make the right pivots. We can't just pivot to anything. Got to feel right, you know. There's nothing wrong with stepping out on faith too, but I just feel like we can't afford too many fuck ups due to like you know because everything is so high right now. So that's why I said hopefully everything that I'm, I'm dabbing into right now, hopefully something comes to fruition in a positive way that I could be able to provide for everybody that I need to. But as far as where I see myself, just out the way. Put up real nice, comfortable, just chilling. Hopefully, I can be a blessing to others. But yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, bro. You always been like that, though, bro. You always blessed others, bro. Like, even when you, you know, whatever you had, nigga, you gave. Like, shit. And I don't, I don't see that changing from you anytime soon. So, that's only. I didn't think that you would be, you would see yourself, like, not doing nothing, but still. You know, putting forth the effort and putting more into the, you know, putting more of that energy into the atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? No, what you got, man? Where you where you at, bro? When you retire, you got it all around you. Where you at? What about the memes, boys? How y'all feeling? Uh, Post retirement, what's the plan what for y'all? About why he's not in the mic? <laughs> Post retirement, um, traveling the world. Hopefully, I can retire early enough to where I'm able to move around like I need to move around, and my woman's able to move around how she needs to move around, to where we can experience the world, full mm. flight, like like all the way experience the world, flight after flight after flight after flight, no matter how long we stay at whatever destination that we love, because when we get glued in, we get glued in. So you you might not even really be going to fight. You might 
find a motherfucking spot and be like, you know what, nigga, we good. I wake up to that train spot. Yeah, that's yeah. heavy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it may be. My nigga be looking for his one piece. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, ain't nobody on the on the train to like getting one of them RVs, like one of them old school uh, white families. Get your oh, RV and my, travel the country type shit. My neighbor right here, he got his park right in front of their crib, bro, and they keep it ready to go. They keep it ready to go, bro. So these niggas already, I think they they retired. Like they just be there all day, bro. Just there's that Adara, they they off in the RV gone, bro. So they these niggas living it already. I ain't gonna lie, a little part of me want to do that shit, bro. Just hop in the RV and like travel the country type shit. Hell oh, yeah. Like, where'd I park? What? <laughs> That's gonna be a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that RV parking is, is it gets stupid. At Bucky's. RVs Facts. are welcome. Facts. <laughs> nah, real <laughs> shit. Having a nigga with all his shit. All right. This is probably gonna be the last one. Um, what's the afterlife for y'all? Do you think it's another level, or is it heaven and hell, or are we already there? Mm. I go last for sure. Anyone? Anyone? Anyone want to go? Uh, I believe in the upper room. I ain't gonna hold you. Um, and I believe it's one downstairs too. It's just fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we knew that. We knew it. He kept walking by it, bro. I knew the whole ass nigga was, was gonna, gonna do happen. this shit. Was gonna I just knew it, bro. I'm finna slap shit out my dog. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just what I. It's just what I believe. You know, the teachings when I was younger. Uh, I I understand a lot of people. They don't. They don't necessarily believe in that. I I get it. I understand it, but um. That's just what I believe in my teachings and what I was taught. So that's just where I'm at with it. But you know, it may be some other opinions on it uh, coming up. But yeah, that's just me. Nah, that's valid. What, what you got, man? You you, you want to piggyback off of uh, uh, Marcus? Uh, yeah. Uh, along the same lines, like, you know, I grew up in the faith, of course, like most black kids, <laughs> you know what I mean? You grew up in the church. So you believe in heaven and hell, and that's what kind of scares you and motivates you to stay on track in life where you're not, you know what I'm saying, just doing whatever the hell you want to do because you think you ain't got no repercussions. So, yeah, I believe in the heaven and the hell. Um, I, I currently don't know which one I'm going to. <laughs> I try, I try my best to live my life in a good way, but hey, man, I ain't gonna know until it's time until I check out, and they send me to the downstairs or the upstairs. All I know is I'm gonna keep it rocking wherever I'm at, man. Um, yeah, I believe in both. I believe we can never push ourselves to be perfect because we're human. We're of the flesh. Yes, we sin, but it all matters on where our heart I lies. Gonna keep going. Shit, it matters on where our heart lies. At the end of the day, what just uh, happened? Nobody can be perfect. So, do I heaven to hell? Yeah, I believe in heaven to hell. But it, oh, it's well, going in slow motion, nigga. What our energy is projected to be. If we have a positive energy, I believe, yes, that positive positive energy goes somewhere positive. 
that negative energy goes to somewhere negative. That negative energy will cancel out with negative energy to produce positive energy and vice Bro. versa. Marcus, tell Eli that we can hear him. Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, my bad. Who was it on, bro? They, they, they were talking while you were talking about goddamn slow motion. Oh, I'm sorry. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> it up. Yeah, I don't understand what's going on with the camera, but yeah, I, don't I, I like what Bo was saying, though. Positive energy and negative energy. That's <laughs> the foundation of life. Yeah, that reminds me of um, kind of like the. Um, the 42 laws of uh, my yacht and about it's, as your heart light as a feather. Mm-hmm. Are you able to let, let everything, let everything go that's, that's happened in this world, like to you or that you've done? Do you forgive yourself? Um, mm, no, you got, what do you say? Let that breathe. <laughs> yeah. That, that's what the journey that I'm on right now is more so about self-forgiveness and, and self-awareness. So, that's never yeah, very much so. So, I would say right now, as I'm journeying, journeying, journeying back into the um, the um, Christian faith, I would say I have to believe in the heaven or hell. Um, but what I'm getting out of is something totally different. It's more so of a resurrection. You don't um, you don't leave until you've learned the lessons of the of the earth. So you might reincarnate back and have to repeat the same thing until you learn the ultimate lesson. But that's neither here nor there. So, so I'll say I say I, I will say it's kind of a combination of all because all to, all to me it's all kind of the same thing. It's just where do you end up? But at the end of the day, while you're here, what are you doing? But do you end up? I like that where where you went with it. So for you, like heaven is kind of. Not necessarily a reward, but you kind of got to earn like heaven to hell, like the afterlife. You gotta, you gotta earn that. Yeah. So it's not like a. What's the best way I can say it? I don't believe time is linear. Like the whole uh, every, I believe time is like kind of circular. Like everything's kind of happening at the same time, but it's not. It's it is, but it's not. I believe that we go through. Certain less, even how we go through life, it's kind of like the same. We it, we have the same problem, just in different forms. So it's more mm-hmm. so figuring out what is the some work shit, the root cause. Like, what mm-hmm. is the actual root cause? How do you actually solve the actual problem, not just the mm-hmm. symptoms or just the little things that irk us from day to day? Like, no, let's get down to why. Why are you really here? Like, or why why are you in the position? Why? Why am I in the the certain department that I am at the job that I am? Not I'm in. Why do these certain things keep reoccurring? There's a lesson to be learned. Um, is it a test? Is it a repeated test that you might be failing? Yeah, yeah. I, I will say that because, like, for example, in my the, my job title, I've had the same job title in my last three to four jobs. So the positive part is. It's more so because I I'm just wired to be able to like go into a place and want to know how it works, so to speak. Like I, I'm I'm like the type that like I, I'm going like even how we at, at our job now. There's certain things that I see that gets on my nerves because like I know if you fix these certain aspects, it will affect other aspects that will help everything out. But I don't have the quote unquote influence or the 
I guess the game plan to get the people to see it the way that I see it. So it's a con- that constant struggle. But that is a, I put this five years from now, if I'm not doing this, I'm not going to remember the day to day struggles. I might remember a certain argument. I, I might remember the, the argument that we had on Friday. Just that's like a funny, like, haha, that happened. But what you care about five to 10 years from now is not going to be this stuff. So when you learn to get past that and to see, okay, what is the bigger picture? What are you really trying to figure out? That's when you start. I would say growing and start trying to figure out what your soul, what what are you here for? You're here to heal. You're a human. Everybody has a title in their walk of life. You're a human. Listening to your sincerity when you said what you said, you're a healer. You know what the main goal is for yourself. But are you ready for the responsibility that comes behind it at the end of the day? You're a healer because you genuinely care about the people because you've you you genuinely went mentally insane behind a lot of stuff that's happened. You're a healer because you naturally care. That's what I heard. I'm gonna let that breathe. I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. That's fine. That's hard. Thanks, Eli. That was hard, bro. I fucks with it, bro. This is my first time meeting Low. Yeah. I'm mad. I'm blaming it on you. Why? Why? Why this? This is just not happening. <laughs> I. I mean, look, relationships. Relationships grow differently. Oh, that's, you know what I'm saying. My first time meeting you, bro. The, but uh, I respect. You know, yeah. I, I respect your perspective on a lot of things, bro. So yeah, good meeting you, fam. For real. I feel like y'all, y'all talk on like kind of like the same level, or kind of with the same way, like the same kind of case, cadence. You know what I'm saying. Had a big low, just a little long winded. It hit me hard. I'm how I look at everything. It's like mad love. Oh, yeah, for sure. For you sure. Know, we've never had a positive conversation. So <clears throat> you say what? A positive conversation, so I can't shut the phone Sorry. We've never had a positive conversation? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, no, no. Conversation with Vaughn and Marcus. Oh. <laughs> you, you just here, nigga. Oh, all right. <laughs> Shit. You know what? <laughs> it's cold out here. <laughs> hey, is there anywhere to where uh you know what I'm saying the audience can reach y'all, man? Well, I would say the meme podcast on Instagram, but you know nobody's really running that right now. Bro, why but, you keep saying that? Why you 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 hurt by what? Why you not shutting out the Wild Podcast, bro? You know what I'm saying? I was recently a guest on your show on your pod, man. Oh, no, that's the wild podcast. So, so that one, that, that that's a whole other story. Matter of fact, we're doing a show tomorrow. By the way, um, that is a that show was more of an offspring of the meme, but since the meme stopped, that was my main focus. So it's kind of like I, I you told like I'm in the background on that on that podcast. So I let them just do their thing. So I don't really have a main podcast anymore. That's what I'm trying to say. But I got the equipment though. I really, I really low. I'm ready whenever. Huh? Okay. So they just that's that's your that's your social media. You ready? Whatever. You ready whenever? No, no. We're, yeah, we're starting a podcast what? over here, sir. I, I know. I'm just. <laughs> we work. W e w r k k. If y'all want to know the background on how I became how I am, yeah, it goes deeper than that. Um, L Soda Dunn, Instagram. Lorenzo Jerome White the second for my government name for Facebook, like. I ain't got nothing to hide. Do what you do. You know. 
research. And we gotta come back and do an interview with, with, with Zoe. Yeah. We got another pick. Whoa, my bad. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I I definitely would like to have a further conversation with you guys, especially on the music tip. Yeah. With this whole what scene four is here drive hate. Uh, we ain't, we not gonna we not gonna pass that. <laughs> we not gonna pass that. We gonna, we gonna die I'm, I'm, at some point. I will listen to that album with all of y'all, and I, I I will listen to you all tell me why these songs are so great, and I will tell oh. you why I hate these songs individually. You do you remember how we did with uh? Food and liquor, though. Oh, we both. Well, yeah, we can do the same yeah. thing. Same shit. Same shit. We gonna we gonna go through it. We gonna realize, okay, it's a lot of hits on this motherfucker. It's a lot of great songs. So. No, no, we go we'll talk. I, I understand that the world agrees with that. I just won't personally agree with that because they just don't sound. It doesn't sound good to me. So it's one of those hard arguments that I know I'm gonna lose because like everybody has a different opinion. It's just everything that he said or done is like I've I've heard it or I've seen it before. She hungry. Yeah. Shit, that's with everything in music. <laughs> everything is recycled. It is, but it, then it becomes a more so how you do it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I get into oh, my Kendrick bag. Mm-hmm. You disagree? I disagree because it's, 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 it's about who has that raw talent to create. It's easy to copy and paste, it's easy to get a loop from the internet. Do you get some lube? A loop. A loop. Oh. <laughs> Like bro, I thought he said lube. I was like, bro, what does that have to do with what you're saying, nigga? Like I got to pull it up right now. I got FL Studio. I invested in that. Nigga sound like that nigga from Superbad. Nigga say lube. But the real creators, the real creators, at the end of the day, when you get to like the Stevie Wonders that know how to play the piano, you get to Hmm. Damn, Beatles, and they they even bit shit off the of shit. People that that's like, the thing, bro. Like everybody has taken inspiration from some somebody else's art. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, but 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 that goes back to what I would say. Like the difference between like a a J Cole and a Kendrick. Like they're saying, like Kendrick is not saying nothing new. Like the Good Kid, Mad City. Everybody has that. Uh, even Jim Jones on my way to church the first album is kind of the same thing like it's a shit he got into when he was trying to get to church type stuff or so how it's done how is it created how is it crafted I think J. Cole is basic but he's put on a oh this is like some next level type of thing and I'm like I don't see it cause you a hater <laughs> my, name, my name is hater is that, now is that from the the music, like the instrumentation, like the the musicality of it, or the like the bars, because the bars are god here. <laughs> like, for example, the the, John, the Johnny P's Caddy verse that he had, and everybody's like the best verse of last year, right? We're talking about J Cole. Yeah, yeah he is. The, the, we'll save this conversation for the next time. Like they're saying, yeah. the verse <laughs> last year with that Johnny P Caddy's verse. I want you to go back degrees. and listen to that song and let me know. What was so special about that verse? I mean, I, I, to be so, I don't think he really killed it like that. Like, I don't think either one really killed it like that. But we'll talk. The negative aspect of it to what what he has produced and put out, like hmm, Jay Cole. Man, sorry. Yeah, we gonna we gonna have to we gonna have to we gonna have to table this discussion. It's gonna be one. It's gonna be one. We have to take out the tuck and whenever the next conversation goes. But we appreciate y'all boys for coming on, man. This this definitely been a great conversation to me personally. 
And uh, yeah, man, please follow us on all social media platforms. We on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you get your podcast, man. We there. All right, fellas, we finna pray. We finna get up out of here, man. Hey, y'all, watch and pray. Y'all live holy every day, man. And may God guide y'all way. Y'all be safe and be blessed. We out. Peace.